Hey, Take 3 listeners, it is Jordan here, and I first wanted to say that we here at Take 3 know that there are other podcasts you could be listening to during this period of isolation, but we do thank you for choosing ours. I'm sure that you are well aware of the state of the world at the moment, and there's a lot of what-ifs and unknowns and how do I know what to trust happening right now. And I wanted to offer just a bit of relief before we start this episode. I am an avid listener of the podcast called This Week in Virology, or TWIV for short. Uh, And if you're looking for a trustworthy source, TWIV releases weekly episodes covering updates with COVID-19. They pride themselves on putting data first and sort of dismantling conspiracy theories if they aren't backed up. And they have a batch of experts from the field every week to deliver current events. Now, the podcast usually focuses on discussing like current events with epidemiology and virology, but over the last few weeks, they've solely covered the coronavirus. I trust them to provide the facts and recommendations on how to navigate this difficult time, and you should definitely uh, give them a listen, and you should tell them we sent you. Again, they are This Week in Virology. Pretty sure they're on all major podcast apps, uh, but they're also online at at microbe.tv slash twiv. Again, that's microbe.tv slash T-W-I-V. Hope that helps. And now I'll stop talking so you guys can listen to the episode. Thanks for your support, guys. Well, we're going to play a game today. We like playing games here. Do you want to explain what we're doing today? Yeah. Okay. So the original idea, and, and because I'm, I'm often trying to come up with ideas that it can be done where if if we're like in a pinch, we can do something and it's not a whole bunch of work for one of us at least. You know what I mean? Like we mm-hmm. can do something fast if something goes wrong. Well, nothing went wrong. This just kind of came up and we're like, oh, we actually want to <laughs> do this. So it seems fun. The idea is that uh, one of us would go in and uh, find a bunch of really bad like one-star reviews for movies and – take out all of the proper nouns and all of the uh, things that are really obvious identifiers for the particular movie and then read them to the other person and that person just has to guess which movie. So now see, I've seen it done with like specific categories of movies and specific franchises like superhero movies or animated movies and stuff like that. We're going to do movies that we've covered here on the podcast um you very well could breeze through these um there were a oh, lot i want to tell like, you okay hold on though the I, the original idea was like hey jordan let me make this really easy for you i'll come up with all of these these reviews and this will be a really easy quick take that we could do if we're in a pinch <laughs> and if, if you're busy and you don't have like the the brain power or the time to do something i will do this and it'll be really, you know, a really easy episode for you. Well, uh, <laughs> and you told me that you don't think you could, you don't think you'd be good at this game. So no. you are now doing it to me, which I, I don't think I'll be good at this game either, but we'll see. I doubt that. I think cause you have a much better memory than I do. You have like an encyclopedia brain. I don't uh, know that this is about memory though. It it's is different than the I, trivia game. Because I, I feel like you could, you could have a visual in your head of every single episode that we've ever done and pull from those movies. Whereas I would literally, any question that you ask me, I'd have to go through and try and remember which movies we've done. You were the better person to be guessing here. Okay, well, I'm glad that you have faith in me. Again, these may be very easy. It was difficult finding ones that weren't so generic where they were like, I don't like this movie. Like the, Obviously, that gives you nothing. 
but then there are other ones that I that maybe gave away too much detail. I tried to find a good balance, but we'll see. I hope this works out. But before we do this, do we want to talk about the the new movies that we've watched this week? Sure. I'm very eager to talk about mine, and I want to hear yours as well, because I didn't know that you watched a movie this week. Yeah, I am really trying to get my money's worth out of this DC Universe thing. I can <laughs> okay. tell you that uh, it's probably not going to last much longer. When the Harley Quinn series stops airing, I'm going to turn it off probably. I, I was like, okay, let me go through and just look at the animated movies and um, see if any of those are interesting. This one, this particular one that I watched this week is one that caught my eye amongst the rest of them because it's an Elseworld story. And so DC has, you know, these... Did you say... I'm sorry to interrupt. Did you say Elseworld or Elfworld? Elseworld. With an S, not an F. E-L-S-E-W-O-R-L-D. Yeah. Got it. So basically, those are stories where they take the archetypes of the characters. They may even still be called like Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, whatever... And they put a, a unique or in different spin on them. This particular story that I watched the other day was called Justice League Gods and Monsters. The Justice League is just Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. They're all different from the way that you know. Just for an example, like Batman, he's kind of like a vampire. I don't know that you would necessarily call him <laughs> a vampire, but he's suffering from a rare blood disease. Oh, and, like a bat. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And um, instead of Jor-El being Superman's dad, General Zod, who I don't know, <laughs> I don't know if you know who that is, but he's the bad guy in Man of Steel. He's uh, Michael Shannon in Man of Steel, that character. It's that's Superman's dad. And so he looks a little bit different. He has like a Latino or Hispanic heritage as well. It's just like different stories for each of them. And they're dealing with something. Basically, uh, it was cool in that respect, but I thought the story was weak and kind of meh. All of that for (laughs) that. I'm sorry. It was basically like a really cool concept with a story that felt much like an episode of television versus like an actual movie that you would have bought by itself. What the way you're explaining it, it reminds me a lot of what they're trying to do with, Oh, what is it called? Is it what if? Yeah. In the Marvel universe where things are just kind of like shifted just a little bit. That's exactly what that is. There will be, okay. For you guys who don't know who he's talking, what he's talking about. Marvel's working on an animated series that's going to come out on disney plus i don't know when it's going to come out anymore because you know everything's moved uh and wherein like it's going to be like what if um peggy carter got the captain america serum the super soldier serum instead of steve rogers like that kind of thing and it's just stories that aren't canon but they're just a a new look at the source material that's it is it is the same kind of thing this particular take did not impress me at all. I was kind of let down. I was really expecting the entire time to see alternate takes on the rest of them, like Aquaman and Green Lantern, and that never happens either. So I gotcha. Well, I am very excited about What If. Yeah, me too. And like Elseworld stories are really interesting, and I think that DC has the best ones. This particular one was not for me, and I really think I'm pretty much reaching the end of the rope when it comes to 
the DC Universe streaming service. (laughs) Oh, one more thing. I found a show that I absolutely love. And I don't know when it came out or if it's like brand new to people and I just saw it brand new on Netflix. But it's on Netflix. It's called Into the Night. I think they said it's their first Belgian original series or whatever. It is completely in multiple different languages, but I I watched it dubbed. I don't normally watch it dubbed, but uh, I was, when I first saw it, when I was first watching the first episode, I was laying in bed and I couldn't see far away enough to read the subtitles. And I was like, I'm only going to half pay attention to this quickly, very, very quickly had to fully pay attention to this. I'm sorry. I I don't know if I said (laughs) the name or not. It's called Into the Night. And it, I don't (laughs) want to tell you what it's about. All I will say is that it starts out centering around people in an airport and it very quickly becomes something that like immediately grabbed me immediately stressed me out and immediately was like okay i have to watch every episode of this <laughs> and there are maybe like three points in six episodes like three maybe five minute lulls in six episodes i was like on the edge of my seat for all of them. You could binge watch it in a day. They're like 35 minute long episodes. There's six of them. And you get to not necessarily see things from other people's perspectives, but you focus on a different person each time um, Mm -hmm. so that it doesn't necessarily become stale or like you're hanging on one individual for too long. I like all these characters. The dubbing is not distracting, really. I mean, maybe for someone who is like really trying to nitpick, but I was just really impressed with this, and I'm very much looking forward to the continuation of the show because as much as I kind of wanted you know, it to be tied up with a neat bow, they, they answered most of my questions, but then it was like, oh, okay, we're definitely moving forward. I hope that Netflix lets them go <laughs> forward because Netflix loves to cancel things I love. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't even want to go down that route right now. But <laughs> okay, now you go ahead. I, I got you to watch one episode of Into the Night. Hopefully, by the time this airs, you'll, you'll have watched more. It's fantastic. Yeah, I, uh, I really enjoyed it as well. Uh, I watched it dubbed, and like you said, it's not distracting at all. It's a very interesting premise. It's not really something I've ever seen before. It's I can't even think of really anything to compare it to, but uh, there were some elements of the show that were right up my alley, so I, I recommend it as well. I'm eager to, to finish it with you. I'm so excited for you to see the rest of it. <laughs> uh, speaking of... Uh, things that are right at my alley. I watched a movie that I cannot wait to talk to you about because you said you absolutely hated it. And I turned it on just for shits. And I was going to tell you that I watched it until I got maybe 15 minutes in because at, at that point I was like, this is really fucking cool. The host. Yeah. I Have you seen... That whole movie? No. I think I probably gave up towards the end. It was so fun. I don't know what you disliked about it. I had such a great time watching that movie. It had it had Public Panic, which I absolutely love. It's a virus movie, which terrifying in this day and age right now. Like, I really enjoyed that movie. Yeah. I, you know what? I will honestly give it another shot now that I know 
how much I love Bong Joon Ho's Parasite. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I knew what I was getting into and just kind of thought it was silly and ridiculous and like it's not perfect. It is silly. The The special effects are god-awful. That was one thing that I remember being like, okay, I'm piecing out. But Bong Joon-ho, I've realized, is very, very good at a family that loves each other but also gives everyone shit. And it was funny in the right parts. I enjoyed it immensely. And the whole time I was like, I was kind of waiting for it to, to dip just because I know that you hated this movie. Yeah. And I, I, it didn't for me. The ending didn't really make sense for me, but the the rest of the movie was enough for me to to have a lot of fun with it. So, uh, it's on Hulu at the time that we're recording this. So if you want to check it out yourself, you can. You will need to read it with subtitles, but um, it's worth it. Like if you liked Parasite, I think you really like this movie. Present Company excluded. Did you recognize Kang Ho Song, the main character? Yeah. yeah, I did. I did. Like I didn't know how much I loved him when I saw that movie. So (laughs) that is one I will maintain. I should give another shot to for sure. Yeah. It, I, I thoroughly enjoyed that movie Uh, and I would watch it again in a heartbeat. All right. Do you want to get into this game? Are you ready? Yeah. You're probably going to breeze through these, but we'll see. Hopefully it'll still be fun. These are all from Amazon. I couldn't really find a good like review aggregator Amazon. I was just able to click the ratings button and scroll through them. And I also want to mention a lot of these weren't one star reviews. They might've been like two star reviews because the one star reviews, a lot of times were one sentence, like this movie sucks, hated it. And like no constructive whatsoever. Normally the people who rated it two stars, there was a reason why it wasn't one star and they were sort of more in depth and offered more details. So as long as it was uh, a bad review, that's fine. Yes, 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 yes. All right. So the first bad review received dvd today it's a bad disc absolutely will not play and yes everything is plugged in 4k tv unable to read disc (laughs) um take that motherfucker (laughs) no i'm just kidding (laughs) i found a lot of really funny reviews too and i i wrote them down so those will come at the end of the episode so uh, i cannot wait to redo those because some of them are just excellent first bad review Great until the last 15 minutes. Loves the slow burn, which kept me guessing about what was going on. Everything fell apart at the end, as if the last 15 pages of the script were handed off to a bunch of stoned idiots who hadn't read the rest of the script. The film had great potential, but failed to satisfy with that lame ending. What a disappointment and wasted talent by the two lead actors. That's very vague, but I have like two or three reviews for each one. So if you don't get it on the first one, I can read you a couple more. Okay, am I required to make a guess before I get this second review? You don't have to, and it's not like a point system. I'm not, I'm not going to penalize you if you need another one, but it, like if you get it on the first try, that's really fucking impressive. Here's the thing. We've done a lot of movies that I think a lot of people probably think fell apart at the end. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, I'll move on to the next one then. This is the same movie, I like, but it's just a yes, review. Yes. Okay. I like this one a lot. Uh, <laughs> this is a movie. This is a two-hour-long movie. It was made. People acted in it. Things happen. It's really dark. Not the subject matter, just the lack of lighting. (laughs) The creepy music starts immediately after the movie starts, before anything even happens, just to let you know you're watching a creepy movie. People die. It's supposed to be creepy or scary. It's just there. No emotion, no explanation. Characters aren't believable or developed enough to actually care about. 
no discernible plot other than it's really trying hard to be creepy and unsettling. It's neither. It's a movie. You thought I was going to be good at this. This is this is hard. Rereading them now, these are very vague, but like that should give you the genre. It was more of a horror movie. Yeah, it was supposed to be a horror movie. I can read the last one I have for this. Yeah, read me one more. Probably- Hopefully this will, I will be better at this going forward. You should be. You should be. I hated this movie. The mother is completely unlikable, and frankly, I think the actress was wasted here. The visuals were also just so bleak and ugly. I love the kid who plays the son. He's been great in other roles, but I don't like him as this character. Don't get me wrong, the acting is fine, but the whole movie just isn't believable. The people aren't believable. They try so hard to develop the feel of a real family, only to utterly fail. You got it. Hereditary. (laughs) I thought it was hereditary in the second one, but I'm like, oh shit, I don't know. (laughs) Moving forward, give me your guesses, and then we'll... We'll read or we'll hear your final answer once we get through all the the Got it. Working kinks out. Yeah. Cool. Cool. (laughs) All right. Second movie. Although I saw this in the theater as a teenager, I've forgotten how slow the beginning was. My 10-year-old son enjoyed the blank in the last third of the film, but as a family, we were all uncomfortable at how horribly blank was treated. None of the blank in this movie, model behavior, or language I would want my own kids mimicking. I'm surprised this is considered a modern classic. Do you have any idea whatsoever? A modern classic? Mm-hmm. Damn, I'm going to suck at this shit. You're not. You're not. I promise. Do you have any guesses before we move on to the... I actually only have two for this. I don't know if I'd consider this a modern classic, but that's what the review says. Shining. I'm moving on to the next one. Is that it? It is not. Oh, Okay. The next review, eh, we previewed this to show our kids. Uh, Old school funny, but in the end, we didn't let our kids watch it. Too much family conflict and yelling at each other in the beginning. Why should we show our kids families acting like jerks to each other? That should have given it away. Yeah, we've done too many movies. Hold on. (laughs) I can give you uh, one of the blanks in the last. No, I'm I'm going to figure this out. Give me just a second. Okay. I can reveal one of the blanks if you'd like. Why am I struggling so much? We're going to have to take some of the space that I'm just sitting here dumbfounded out. So you guys aren't just listening to dead air. But just know (laughs) this is really hard for me. Even though you probably know it. I I would hope I know it. No, I'm talking to them. I'm not talking to you, asshole. You fucking (laughs) sitting there staring at it. That's why I was confused. I was like, of course I know it. I blame you for the, these being so hard. No, that I, I really figured that last one would have <laughs> given it away. Uh, I can reveal some of the blanks in the first quote if you'd like. Yeah, unless you're reveal one blank. Although I saw this in theaters as a teenager, I'd forgotten how slow the beginning was. My 10-year-old son enjoyed the slapstick in the last third of the film. But as a family, we are all uncomfortable at how horribly blank was treated. Slapstick. Have we even done a comedy? Absolutely, we have. I'd say it's more of like a family dramedy. Oh my god, it's Home Alone. It is Home Alone. <laughs> I'm so stupid. Uh, the second blank was Kevin, so we they were all uncomfortable at how horribly Kevin was treated. Yeah. And none of the children 
which is the last blank in this movie model behavior or language I would want my own kids mimicking. Got it. There you go. Wow, I'm uh, zero for two. Is that how it works? <laughs> or two for zero or I think it's two for O or I two for two or zero for z- zero? I don't know. Uh, next movie. The movie made no sense and had very little in common with blank. The movie reminded me of the melodramatic suspense movies from the late 1960s with loud dramatic music and musical gestures. It was ridiculous, and I'm going to blank to reacquaint myself with the story. Are you getting the vibe that I'm trying to send with this one? You're reading a book. It's based on a book. Do you want the next quote? Yeah, I guess. Second quote is, Blank is after a cool sunlit version of hell, born in the bosom of the nuclear family. But his imagery, with its compulsive symmetry and brightness, is too banal to sustain interest, while the incredibly slack narrative line forestalls suspense. Did Roger Ebert get an Amazon account? What the fuck? (laughs) There were a lot of keywords in that that you should have. More time is being cut out. Just sort of let you guys know, I'm really struggling with this one too. (laughs) I was afraid I was being too easy. No, bitch, you are not. (laughs) You have nothing to fear. Don't worry. No, I got to be honest with you. I was maybe playing a little bit like, oh, no, I'm not going to be great at this. But I thought like, okay, I'll probably do all right. Oh, my God, The Shining. There you go. Jesus Christ. Superstar. (laughs) I figured little in common with the book. Yeah. Reread the novel to reacquaint myself. You know, I'm killing it. (laughs) Blank and blank. Suck more than anything that has ever sucked before. Blank barely has any screen time. That was very vague. But I think at this point I was like, oh, let's give him a bit of a challenge. So I can, I'll go on to the next one. (laughs) Blank was absolutely fabulous. And the carnage was well executed when she got screen time. It seemed like 10 minutes out of this two hour plus snoozer the concept was interesting but the storyline was slow tedious and predictable godzilla i love yep there you go i love godzilla i will not be watching this one again and the two people that suck is that aaron taylor johnson and elizabeth olsen no who is it brian cranston and juliet really yeah oh wow okay i think brian cranston's great in that movie but he yeah, well, I don't want to spoil it for you, but he's not in a lot of it. What you were about to say was in a lot of these reviews. Yeah. And the first quote was Godzilla barely had any screen time. That was a lot of the the negative reviews about this movie was that both Brian Cranston and, you know, the main character Godzilla did not have much screen time. Uh, so. You want to see why Godzilla doesn't need but so much screen time? Watch the sequel to that movie. Godzilla, uh, what is it? King of the Monsters? That movie sucked ass. Okay, continue. <laughs> Uh, Next movie, we did not enjoy this film at all. It was too dark, too bleak, and oddly cliched for a movie clearly and self-consciously attempting to break the mold and not be a cliché. I easily predicted everything that would happen, including the end at at the halfway point. I should have turned it off halfway through. There was no balance, no light, no humor, nothing. It is just nonstop and rather exhausting ugliness and brutality. How can such an action-packed film be so completely uninteresting? Apparently, it was more important to the film director to make a statement than to tell a good story. 
damn, I know a lot of people that that predicted the halfway point through us. Us makes a statement. Us is bleak, action-packed, but that's probably not it from the look on your face. Once I read the last one, I'll let you give a final answer and we'll, you know, we'll go from there. Next quote, to keep it simple, it's a lot of action and pain and death. The storyline is flat and it's hard to watch blank slowly killing himself. Okay, so it's not us. Um, (laughs) Pain and death. It's hard to watch. I can read the next one if you'd like. I don't have a guess. You keep continue. I need another hint. I was really disappointed in this film. I understand the director was trying to break the mold. Unfortunately, I really liked that mold. It was totally predictable. Murder, mayhem, gore, and a weak protagonist. All the ingredients are there. To make matters worse, the filmmakers managed to cram just about every cliche one can imagine in a movie that was supposed to be pathbreaking. Evil corporation, racist rednecks, blah, blah, blah. Evil corporation, racist rednecks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ, Logan. It is Logan. All right, moving on to the next movie. I remember seeing trailers for this and thinking it looked really interesting. Outside of everything else, the visuals are beautiful and arresting. But the story, dot, 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 the story. In the early going, there's a lot of mystery and intrigue, and I was willing to accept that. But the last half hour, although again filled with impressive visuals turns a somewhat interesting plot into an extremely abstract and ultimately meaningless one. We see a lot of cool-looking stuff, but the ending just had me scratching my head and asking what the point was. Some say, oh, it's left to the viewer to fill in the blanks, but sorry, even filling in a few blanks just leaves you thinking the story went nowhere. This wasn't enough to make me want to think about this film after it was over, other than to shake my head and write it off. Interstellar. Wrong. Okay, well, all right. I am not. This is the next. I've heard that like exact thing levied against (laughs) Interstellar. I am not a horror movie fan. I do not find end of the world scenarios entertaining. I like to watch movies to be entertained. So after I read the other reviews, I thought I'd give this a try because it sounded interesting. Not. (laughs) I also really like blank. However, the story is so dark and everything is stretched out in these long, interminable periods of dull tromping along. That no matter how good an actor might be, they couldn't save this one. No wonder it flopped at the box office. Finally skipped to the end and found the ending purely creepy. Maybe others like this kind of dark story. No thanks, not for me. Do you want to hear a a review from a racist, sexist, terrible person? I guess so. Alright, listen to this. Horrible movie. Used to promote LGBT feminism and infidelity. Random cuts of married woman having sex with black man throughout movie that had nothing to do with the plot, just used for shock value. Horrible acting as you would expect with this cast. Waste of time. I'm... I just don't... Like a flashing... With women having sex with... Oh my god, it's Annihilation! It is Annihilation. I figured oh, that last one. I forgot one would give about it that. Away. Yeah, she's having an affair. Mm-hmm. Shit. Yeah, that was hard. <laughs> Next movie. Uh, first quote: "A bit bizarre. Seems to try to be so many styles at once: serious, fantasy, historical, slapstick, etc. 
never did any style well. Got to hand it to the writer. It took some imagination to come up with. Not worth the higher price. Not worth the higher price. I think that's probably just a quote on them thinking that renting the movie or buying the movie was expensive. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> got it. Okay. Uh, the next quote. Again, a movie is misinterpreted by the trailer. I thought I was going to watch a goofy satire with heart. This didn't know what it wanted to be. A dramatic satire, a dark comedy, a love story. I love Blank's work, and this had all the appearance of a great film. But the tone was so schizophrenic that it was hard to settle in. By the end, I was relieved that it was over. I laughed, even cried, but the bouncing between goofiness and drama left me Jojo. Feeling, yep. That's the one. Good job. Hey, I got one. <laughs> I was I was afraid of this one because the last line of this is, but that kid with the glasses, he stole the show. Aww. <laughs> and I know you love him, so. I do. Definitely. <laughs> uh, next one. This movie was comical, but it was very odd. There was no purpose or moral of the movie. It is a good movie to joke about with your friends, though. There is nudity, and it contains sexual humor. There's nudity and it contains sexual humor. It's a good movie to joke about with your friends. Honestly, that's how I would describe this movie. <laughs> uh, I can read the next one if you'd like. Yeah, because I nothing's coming to my mind. I think that the movie is just too weird. All the actors were great, really throwing themselves into it, but I think the plot is ridiculous. I mean, look at the ending. Also, you can't really feel for any of the characters because blank and blank are too dumb and goody-goody and everything. Overall, I'd rather watch something with a bit more plot and a bit less sensationalism. It actually got boring after a while. I mean, seen one pair of blank, you seen them all. So it's boobs. It's not boobs. Is it? Okay. But it is a very key... Pair of butt cheeks. No. It is a very key... Like, if I told you what that last blank was, you would get it immediately. Pair of testicles. No. It's nothing... It's not... Well... I was going to say it's nothing sexual, but it's really not... It's not as X-rated as you're making it out to seem. But is... So that's not the nudity thing. It's kind of related. Don't focus on that. Focus on the fact that it's a good movie to joke about with your friends and there's nudity and contains sexual humor. That's about how I would summarize this movie. <laughs> like, that's all this movie is. You don't think very highly of this movie? I enjoyed this movie. But I mean, it's. It, I would agree that it is strange. I would agree that it's a good movie to joke about with your friends. And I agree. Is it, is Na does Napoleon Dynamite have nudity in it? No. No, no, no. It's not it. Okay. This is like the worst thing I've ever done. <laughs> it's a fun game to play. I'm just terrible at it. This movie's ridiculous. And a lot of the ridiculousness comes from its sexual humor. Rocky horror. Bingo. Got it. I love the last line of the second quote. It says, I mean, seen one pair of fishnet stockings, you've seen them all. <laughs> I love it. It's like, yes. That's pretty accurate. All right, two more movies. I think you got this. First quote of the next movie. This movie would only appeal to people who believe in comic books. It's silly and pretentious. <laughs> that was very vague. Well, I have one guess. Which guess? Is it Infinity War? I will keep going. Oh, wow. All right. It felt interesting for an hour, but later on I felt sick constantly watching the villain's yellow teeth in boardroom meeting scenes. Then the guy with the blank 
and listening to Shakespeare Gone Nuts kind of English for long. Sorry, for too long. A lot of these people were not very good at grammar. <laughs> I'm not surprised. <laughs> Shakespeare's Gone Nuts kind of English. All right, I have a guess. I could be wrong, but I have a guess. What's Is your guess? V for Vendetta? I'll keep going. Oh, shit. Why do I? No, no, no. I just want to keep going because this last quote's really great. Hollywood okay. ruined another good movie by attacking conservatives. <laughs> it's V for Vendetta. It's V for Vendetta. <laughs> the blank was uh, then the guy with the clown's mask. I figured clown's mask probably gave it away or would have given it away. It, it sure would have. All right. Last movie. You ready? Yeah. Um, Infinity War. <laughs> so... The title of this review is So Much Blasphemy, So Little Time. The quote is 13 Blasphemies. Not sure why Hollywood insists on blaspheming God, but it does. Jesus' name is the only one you ever hear used as a cuss word. Hmm, wonder why. Next one. To be fair to this movie, I have changed over the months. I now find watching shoot 'em up stuff to be very unpleasant. As a seriously religious person, I am totally turned off by fake religion slash magic events. I was told this was a great movie, and before becoming sensitive to violence, I might have liked it. Too much reliance on special effects and violence and magic for my taste. Okay, and to shoot em up? There are guns in this movie, yes. There are lots of guns. The Matrix. You got it. Did I really? You did. Oh, wow. Okay, cool. You did. I wasn't keeping score, but you. I feel like you got a lot I of them. I failed. No, you got a lot I of them failed. on your own. I don't know how this cuts together and and <laughs> looks like I did, but y'all, it's been like three days that we've been playing this game. <laughs> I'm curled up in a ball on the floor. I can't sit down for this long. Uh, I am genuinely... Uh, embarrassed at <laughs> how poorly I did at this game. Thank you so much for doing that. Um, but that was this is the last time we're doing this. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> I, I will. I would definitely do that again. But that was bad. That I, was bad. I ruined it. I, I don't apologize. think I'm not even blowing smoke. Like you, you got a lot of these without a lot of help. So I think you did very, very well. Thanks. Um, and it was a test run. It's the first time that we did it, so I'll adjust for next time. I do want to bring up some honorable mentions because I came across a lot of really funny reviews. The first one is, my sister liked it, I did not. I just thought that was really funny. Like, who fucking cares? Um, <laughs> yeah, who fucking cares? Who was, what was that for? I don't even remember. It was probably for The Shining, actually. That was one of the first that I looked up. So this is a one-star review, and it was just one word. It was good. <laughs> one star review it just said good this one made me laugh out loud it's titled awful spelled a-w-e-f-u-l nice it was awful space exclamation point space it was not in english and we could not understand it space period space i will not under videos again space period space it was a christmas gift space period space oh well they would not refund my money or replace the video very disappointed <laughs> What was that? I don't even remember. I don't even know because it's it, it. It was not in English, and we could not understand it. We haven't done any foreign films. I don't That's know. That's what I was thinking about. We should do a foreign film. Maybe we really do need to do one. Um, but maybe it was like they got like a bootleg copy or something. I don't know. This one was good. I have two more. This one was really good. Watch this expecting solo lobster action. Zero out of ten. No solo lobster action. 
And then the last one. I wonder what that one was. Yeah, the last one. My second grade granddaughter had two teeth pulled yesterday. She was crying because it hurt. I tried a liquid children's pain reliever. She threw it up and refused more. I was desperate. I had purchased this DVD for Christmas, so I pulled it out early and decided to distract her from the pain. She had never seen this movie previously. She watched it seven times in a row! Exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point, all in caps. (laughs) It got her through the day. I'm so thankful for this movie. I'm pretty sure that was um, Home Alone. (laughs) But it's like, she had two teeth pulled yesterday. I tried a liquids children's pain reliever, but she threw it up. It's like, why do you have to be so specific? (laughs) Anyway, I had fun. I hope you did too. Yeah, you're a sadist and I'm a masochist. <laughs> Next time I'm going to do it to you. God, it, it'd take a week instead of three days. I'd be terrible at it. But you could try it. You're going to be an ant and I'm going to be holding that magnifying glass up to the sun. 